Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and how was I supposed to know I wasn't supposed to eat the entire cake? It just seems like that's the thing you do with a big cake, is you just eat the whole thing by yourself. It, right? Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like people are coming at me for no reason. I'm Zach, <sighs> and joining me this week, uh, we've got Fabby. It sure was an entire cake, and, like, the camera focuses on her tummy before and after. Uh, <laughs> this episode's a lot. Uh-huh, I don't yeah. like it. We'll uh, talk well, about it. But hi, I'm back, nerds. Hooray. I've been playing a lot of magic. Yeah, and that's we'll talk about that in just, yeah. a, in just a second. But first, let me introduce uh, our buddy Eric. Our editor's Yay, here. Eric's here. Do you think she ate the cake like a cartoon where she just put the whole thing in her mouth and the shape just traveled down to her stomach? No, no, because I also think she pulled bones out of it somehow, like (laughs) a fish skeleton. (laughs) We know how she ate it. They even show it, I'm pretty sure. She, like, ate it chunk by chunk using her hand. And then afterward, when she's done, she has, like, a chunk in her hand and some in her face. So... Let, let's let's do quick introductions and then we have uh-huh. we'll talk about the cake because this because there's episode. questions about the cake I have. But first, I wanted to. Uh, this is Fabio. I'm going to put you on very very light blast, and put I want to all make the bless you want, babe. I I want to make sure it's clear to you mm-hmm. and the listeners. I'm mm-hmm. not upset. I think this is hysterical. Blast me. We are we are recording today because we tried to record <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> And Fabi found numbers very difficult, and so... similar! I have a hard time hearing! <laughs> so, you're at a magic tournament, because uh-huh. you've been playing magic. I've been playing a lot of magic. And do you, do you want to tell the people what happened? Uh, yeah, no, I I went 1-2, I won uh, one of my games, that's what... No, I mean, it is what happened. I made a sick... Uh, it was an Ikoria draft, I made a sick mutate deck... Nice. Um, yeah, uh, it, it was fun. I won one of my uh, matches. I lost the other two. Um, Draft but, is hard. It's yeah, really, really it, hard. it was fun. I got four wins overall in games. Like I nice. didn't go o two in any oh, of the games. Yeah, so I, like I feel fine. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. My my deck did what I wanted to do. I, at one point, I was swinging with a seven seven flyer that whenever it <laughs> whenever it mutates, uh, your I would get a card from the graveyard, draw a card. My opponent has to return a permanent to their hand, and I get to tap uh to tap a permanent, and it doesn't untap. Dang, uh, that's so, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> it was going great. Okay, but. I was like, oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. Uh, we're starting this thing, like, at 5.30. And then, and uh, and, and I heard, like, in, in my brain, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I will, I'll be done by, by recording time. And then, like, oh, when we're, like, about to start, it's like, oh, they, they said 50-minute rounds, huh? Not, Not 15-minute yes. rounds. Yes, it's the slightly hmm. different numbers. Uh, but that's very, I just get this message from Fabi that's like, hey, I thought we were going to be done at, in like a minute and yeah. instead, instead I will not be home until 10 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Uh, and it just really cracked me up. I, I, um, 
I basically only play. Uh, if you don't play Magic, basically you can play what's called Constructed, which mm-hmm. is where you you make a deck, uh, yeah. usually from the internet. But sometimes mm-hmm. you try to make your own, and it you go what play the against play. Yes, correct. And you go play against a bunch of other people who have done With a lot of research <laughs> about what up the be- best deck is, and I don't find that very fun. Uh-huh. And then there's also uh, uh, what's called Limited. Limited, yeah. Um, and what, you what just the basically. There's different versions of it, but basically they just give you some cards and you make a deck and yeah. the, and then you play against other people. Uh, I, I love, find that very fun. Yeah. It also usually takes like six hours. So like that's <laughs> I, kind me, of, I'm yeah. Like, so the, the reason I got into this magic kick is that me and Marie, my girlfriend, my wife, we've been playing a lot of, well, it first started with Jumpstart. Because I hadn't played in like a decade. It started with Jumpstart, and she was like, hey, I have these Jumpstart boosters. Each one of us gets two. We mash them together, and that's our deck. And I was like, yep. oh, great. Yep. This is super fun. This was like a year ago. And then we Magic has been like in the background of like, whenever we play board games, oh, Magic, maybe we'll play some Jumpstart, because we have several. Uh, and then about a couple months ago, it started being more of like, hey, we could, oh, it was the Baldur's Gate Pre-release. Oh yeah, the D and D one. Yeah, the second D and D one. Because uh, we started doing those. Because uh, the pre-release kits did not sell a lot. Uh, they were like twenty bucks each at one point, and it came with uh, six boosters. That's uh, pretty good. No, no, three boosters. Three boosters. That, uh, yeah, enough for me and her to draft. And we started doing Winston drafting, and then we've done Winchester. These are all like that... forms of two-player drafting. Yeah. That first uh, D&D mm-hmm. set was really underpowered, which mm-hmm. I wonder is if that's why people didn't. Anyway, continue. Uh, the second Sorry. D&D set is also really underpowered with some small, but it's a D&D set where where you draft Commander, and it's well, really cool. fun for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would recommend it. Well, that it. makes sense because yeah. it's like a her- your hero, basically. Yes, yeah, and sure. then they have backgrounds. So you have your monocolor commander and then a background of another color and they're both your 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 commander. So you'll have like, oh, I have this ranger, but she has a background in master chaff. So she has oh, this cool. other special ability and then lets you be like white and green. Neat. Um, yeah, it's You're super like fun. like a Tommy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> fuck you, Jason David Frank. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a fun thing to do with your friends, Get some boosters uh, or a booster box of, uh, or if the, you can still find pre-release of uh, Battle for Baldur's Gate. It is very cheap. The, each booster has 20 cards in it. It's really fun. Recommended. It's a really fun limited. Anyways, Dang, this is $15. Uh-huh. I'm going to grab one of those. <laughs> you, you should. Yeah, okay, uh, cool. So we started doing that and then we were like, oh, you know what? We're going to... No. We went to a toy show, and we were talking about doing chaos draft and drafting. We went to a toy show, and there was a dude at the toy show selling booster packs for like three or four dollars. And I just was like, "Oh, cool! I'll get one of one of this, one of this, one of this, one of this, one of this." And and I was like, "We'll do a, a chaos draft, like you've been talking about." And Mary was like, "I don't know, like, yeah, sure." So we got the boosters, and then we did the chaos draft, and then that just kind of got us hooked into like buying a bunch of boosters playing with each other, doing drafts, and then we had enough cool cards, and then Marie had from her 
old collection because she hadn't played in a while that Marie started making a cube for commander drafting for for me and her and now we have this cube with like 250 cards or more probably uh the yeah no has been really fun to play uh and then yesterday was like our first non-commander event we we've gone to somewhere uh, it was like an Aquaria draft. It was at this new store. We wanted to check it out. It's it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. Everyone went to cycling, and uh, I did not. So I ended up with a good deck. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. You just yeah. happen to pick the thing everyone else mm-hmm. doesn't go for, and you win. Soul nice. Man. Oh yeah, Marie wants me to uh, tell the viewers, the listeners, about Salt Man, uh, a gamer. Uh, I. I beat this one dude. Uh, I I won one of my matches. Uh, I beat him 2-0. And he... First of all, during the match, he was being very weird towards me. Like, not really acknowledging me. Just kind of grunting and being very weird. And then uh, when I beat him after the second game, I was like, oh, good game. And it was. I had one life left. I was like... I, was very I like, close. had a big combat. It uh, comeback. It was a good game, and he just kind of looked at me and grabbed his stuff and then dropped and left. Cool, man. That's the thing about magic, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm really not trying to be mean mm-hmm. to 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 people. If you're if you're like this, that's fine. There's but but like there's basically two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Well, there's you know there's three. There you you go to magic and you meet like a nice person. You have a fun time or you meet someone who like basically <laughs> is only fi- physically there because they want mm-hmm. the physical cards and don't want to like they're they're treating you basically like you're a computer opponent like you run into that weirdly a lot at magic where people yeah. are like I love magic I also don't want to talk to you at all uh and then there's Listen, people who Listen he was talking are- to his other other opponents fine Okay, and then I was gonna say, and then there's also people who are just assholes about like, oh, you beat me with your bullshit card, like that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it can be there's you know there's a reason I don't spend that much time at those places. Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm not there alone, and then there were cool people like I played against. Yeah, several, the key, yeah, the key to going to the like find a group if you're gonna go to a hobby yeah. shop, and and, like, and then you're and then you're good. Of my three opponents, he was the only guy that I was any problem with. Uh, the other two, one was very much your hustler magic guy. Like, I feel like he's been playing forever. He brought his little paper to write down, you know, how some pros do, write down our life totals on the side as we went on. Uh, but he was like, oh, you have a really good deck when I, because I took a oh, game nice. from him. I was like, oh, you have a really good deck. I'm like, yeah. And then at one point, someone asked something, and he, like, gendered me correctly, and it was great. And the other guy I played was also good. Uh, uh, and I was like, oh, cool, great, amazing, nice, nice place. And also it was open, because uh, our other game shops we've gone to are kind of clustered, and with pandemics oh, going yeah. on that makes you uncomfortable. You want a bigger space, yeah, yeah, for sure. This place is a new place, but it's like, it feels like someone took an office, like, an office, and then just put a bunch of tables in there, and there's like, literally less than two shelves of, like, product. Everything else is tables, which was great because it was very open. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. I've been enjoying nice. playing Magic. 
I have played way too much. Oh, I'm getting pissed. I have gotten kissed. Well, I'm glad you got uh, to go, and I'm glad you, you're here now. And now... Okay, babe. Well, I was going to say, oh, I've been ahead. playing a lot of Arena. Okay, uh, nice. The, the, the digital it, game, if you uh-huh. don't know. Yeah. I made it to Diamond 1 with a Goblin stack. That's nice. That's all I needed to say. Okay, go on. Very cool. I have uh, a question as a non-magic player. We have eight hours, I think, uh, Zach said for this podcast, so go for it. Welcome, Hey, hey everyone, welcome to uh, the Magic uh, Hour with Fabi, my guest today. The Magic Hour. Uh, The Magic Hour. We have Yeah, we gotta save that for Mystic Force. (laughs) We have Eric. It's a preview. (laughs) We have Zach. Hey, Eric, you have a question. What's up? Uh, So, what exactly is a round? Uh, like, because uh, 50 minutes hmm. seems like a long time. It's best to three, basically. Best to three, yes. Yeah, three games. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. If, if you run out of time, uh, it's like, if you, and you're one and one, they hmm. do like, they do like five turns, and then whoever has the most life at the end of that mm-hmm. wins. So, yeah, yeah basically. Okay. So it's yeah. not a turn. No. Okay. Oh my god, no, it's no, not that no. long. Though, sometimes you run into people who take that fucking long, and it's always fun. Yeah, it, it was very funny, because I was done with all my matches very quickly, because I had a pretty aggressive, fast, like... By turn four, I knew if I was going to win or not. It was one of those. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, one of but, the weird... Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was to say, but my girlfriend Marie had a very slow deck that's very, yeah. like, removal control, and, like, I, f- I finished my first uh, uh, my first match, uh, and then I turned to see her, and she's like, oh, we're still in match one, we're, we're still in game one, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's, so, Eric, there's two, there's some people, sometimes you just make a deck where, like, the mm-hmm. mechanics of the deck are slow, it takes many turns for you to win. And then sometimes you play against people who, like, n- you really need a chess clock, but there's no <laughs> rules for that kind of stuff, so that you just stare I mean, at them, and you're like, please. If they're taking too long, you can call a judge You over. can call a judge if they're, like, intentionally being slow, but there's no rules about, like, how long it should take, I mean, take, they, can, they, really. can get a, they can get a slow play warning. Yeah, that's true. Do they get a yellow card and a red card? Basically. <laughs> Well, there's no yellow, but there's lots of red. That's goblins. <laughs> oh, okay. God. I mean, gold is kind of yellow. Or white is sort of yellowy yeah. also. Uh, so, Eric, Hi, let's move. Welcome to Magic Eye. Let's, let's magic nope, We're moving on now. This was fun. <laughs> we can't do this the rest of the episode. Uh, uh, fuck. We Eric, have to talk thank about you for, Power Rangers now. Fuck this. Thank you for coming on. Speaking of Power Rangers, I wanted to say if you are a listener, uh, we have terrible news, which is that Eric has finally gotten to the end of the Immortal Ranger saga in our bonus episodes, which... Yeah, there is still a Watcher file that could be read, but oh, gosh, it's really just yes. supplemental. Yes. I, I think it kind of, like, is a postscript that says, like, okay, here's everything that happened in the series... I haven't read it yet to see if it has like a conclusion. Okay. I I, I mean, you know, we ended I, up with Jason and Kira as both being immortals. Perfect. So I guess technically there's no potential end. No, they just live forever. That's a thing. 
You just who wants to then, live forever? Jason and Kira, apparently. Yeah, we we figured it out. Perfect. If you have not checked those out, also I guess we sh- you know many moons ago probably should have uh, <laughs> should have said something. But uh, thank you very much uh, for to to uh, uh, internet uh, fan fiction creator uh, Texas Wookie. That's it, right, Eric? Yes. Uh, for this very very silly thing and thank you eric for for going through it for us now we'll have to figure out something else or i i also guess i'll say like thank you for doing that and and uh listeners thanks for sticking with us while our schedule has been obviously a little more scattershot it's hard to get people together but we're gonna keep doing this and and hopefully you'll keep listening and uh we'll figure out something else to 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 do there or i'll figure something out maybe I did um, see a single chapter of a larger story ooh. where it involved uh, Kimberly Hart being trained by Jack O'Neill. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh. Sure. I li- This person has found a very specific venue and they're just going to stick to it. Yeah, this was a different uh, author. A oh, different person. Okay, gotcha. But <laughs> Power Rangers crossed over with with 80s action uh interesting okay cool but yeah thank you so much for doing that and thanks for hopping on uh where we're gonna talk about power rangers today um and the first i wanted to quickly there is a little bit of news um so uh the power rangers comics uh crazily have made it to issue 100 which is if you don't don't like um if you don't read comics that much for, for not DC or Marvel or, or even in DC and Marvel, like most characters or like, or titles don't get there. That's like a pretty big run. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, it's just kind of neat that they've gotten there. Um, the other thing is they, they, as part of getting to a hundred, uh, um, Boom Comics, which is the, uh, oh, I guess, sorry, they're Boom Studios, uh, announced at San Diego Comic Con, which was like this last week, uh, that they're doing a second, uh, Power Rangers TMNT crossover, which that first one was really fun. The very cold logical side of me knows that they are doing this because they made a bunch of toys based on the first one and they sold really well. <laughs> But also, it was a Can't cool believe series. Power Rangers would sell out like that. I know, I know. It's there. It's like two toy franchises mashed together. And uh, but but yeah, they're they're doing a second one. Um, it's also it's gonna be written by the same guy who wrote the first one and also wrote the last big chunk of uh, the main comics, uh, Ryan Parrott. And uh, the cool thing about this one is that it's being drawn by Dan Mora. Uh, and Dan Mora is, uh, a, an artist for, he's done a bunch of detective comics over at DC. So like the main Batman stuff, he's done Batman Superman. He has done a really cool, uh, King Arthur series called Once in Future with, um, uh, Kieran Gillen. And also he created, he has done a bunch of, uh, like design and covers for comics, including inventing I'm pretty sure because this is very hard to find, but I'm pretty sure the uh, the Ranger Slayer outfit, which is like one of the coolest fucking 
Power Rangers designs that's not in the show. Um, so he's going to be doing the whole mini series uh, of the interior art. They put out some some stuff that just looks really, really good. Uh, his uh, rendition of the turtles is cool. It looks like they've got like putty foot soldier mashups they're fighting, which look neat. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll, that'll just be, uh, you know, I bet that one will also be fun. And they'll probably, maybe they'll have a turtle Megazord this time you can buy. And I probably will, because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Pretty sure Dan Moore also did a lot of the art for the uh, Power Rangers battle for the grid, Heroes of the Grid. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the the board game. The tabletop, yeah. That uh that um I know Fabi you have a bunch of. I believe yep. that most of that stuff is his art. Yes, that's true. That's good art. Uh, yeah. Um Peter Sadarso was very excited to see his uh Hyperforce designs reimagined yeah. Yeah, by good Dan Mora. The yeah, the Hyperforce designs are really good in that game. Like yeah. the weapons and the swords. Mwah, beautiful stuff. Um so yeah, so there's that, and then the other cool thing is that uh, uh, I, I just uh, talked about Ryan Parrott, but he is is wrapping up with issue 100 of the series, which he's been on there for years at this point. Um, and uh, the the next uh, uh, creative team is going to be um, oh my gosh, why can I not find the name? Melissa of this Flores. There it is Melissa Flores. Thank you. Uh, who was someone who worked in production and writing for the show for many years, uh, and has also written in co- uh, several independent comics. Uh, the Dead Lucky is one of hers. I- I'm not super familiar with it, but I I do know her from like Power Rangers Twitter. Um, and it's going to be drawn by Simona. I'm going to get this name wrong. I'm so sorry, Simona uh, Di Gianfelice. G-I-A-N-F-E-L-I-C-E, um, who I would not have heard of, but checked out some of her work, and it's really, really good. Uh, and so they're going to be working on the uh, the main comic, and hey, it's Power Rangers. Power Rangers and the main IDW Ninja Turtles comic are both written and drawn by women now, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, and so, Melissa Flores used to be part of Saban and she was yes. part of getting uh Hyperforce made. Okay, awesome. I knew she was she was over there for a while um but I did not know that she was part of Hyperforce. So that's yeah, uh, very her cool. and Jason Bischoff. Yeah, I remember J- Jason Bischoff getting let go when when they switched from Saban to uh to um oh my god. Oh, to Hasbro was a huge bummer cuz he was great. Uh but yeah, it's cool to see her uh, get another shot at working on the series uh, in the comics, and I'm curious to see where they'll go. I'm like way behind on them, but you know what I've read is very good, and uh, might be a good place to to, to start back up. Uh, so there you go, some comics news for you. Now it's time to talk about Power Rangers: Lost Galaxy season one, episode twelve, Orion Rising. A very uh, ominous name for one of the dumbest episodes that we've had so far. <laughs> uh, we open on um, uh, 
Leo uh, looking at some presents and talking to um, Kendricks uh, mm-hmm. because we are committing one of my least favorite TV show tropes, which is uh, it's Damon's birthday and we're all going to pretend we've forgotten his birthday so that we can uh, do a surprise birthday party, which I've never known anyone to do in real life, and thank God, because it feels very cruel to do also, that. I'm pretty sure Leo, like, legitimately forgot based on his expressions. <laughs> yeah. He's very like, oh, it, it's his birthday. Okay, cool. If you told me this was the season where they find a caveman and he joins the Power Rangers. And his name I is Leo. I would believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leo is very dumb. It's one of mm-hmm. the reasons I like him. Uh, like, just a few years earlier, he was the Encino Man. And now he's <laughs> in space. He's made a lot of progress. If Brendan Fraser wasn't as famous, he could have played this role for sure. And and you'd be like, dang, look at that very charming idiot. <laughs> basically, basically, I, Leo. He- he like goes to grab the cake that uh, for this birthday party, and like he's just gonna eat it. And Kendrick has to like hit him in the hand and be like, "No, bad boy, you don't do that. You don't put your hand in the cake." <laughs> now, now Leo should know better. Uh-huh. We can all probably agree that Leo should know not to eat the birthday cake. Uh, Especially since he's just been told, like, I spent all day working on this. Right. Unless he is a caveman, as Eric <laughs> Eric supposes, then I guess he would be fine. Um, I mean, the yeah. spatula she used is right there. Yes. If you want the icing that bad, get the spatula. Yeah, get the just you know, there's going to be some left in the in the pan. Just get the icing and you're, you know, you'll be fine. Uh she puts it in the fridge, I guess, which is basically an overhead compartment from a a, a plane, which I kind of like. It's just weird and futury in a nice way, I guess. Um and then they leave the apartment that they all live in together that I'm increasingly convinced that is yeah, just an apartment they live ask, in. Do they all live there? Because that's what it seems like At in this episode. First, it wasn't super clear, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they do all live together. Um, it might be because like Leo and and uh, and Maya don't work for the mm-hmm. government slash company. Uh, so it might just be the other three's place and they just crash there, I guess. Um, but, uh, they leave and, and Leo is being a big baby and is like, oh, my hand, you slap my hand, which is, I like, it's kind of cute. They leave. Here comes Maya, uh, and she- Here comes Maya, her stomach, her- She's a very attractive lady. Uh, she's she very pretty. exercises. She's mm-hmm. very fit. She her her tummy is basically non-existent. Yes. Um, yet we we get like a close-up of it, and then we hear it like gurgle. And she's like, "Ooh, my tummy!" Yeah, she's so hungry. She got the anime gurgles. Yeah, right. That's the thing. So we, you know, we pre- we we said that thing, or Eric said that thing about Leo. But here's the thing. Maya basically is a cave woman. Like they, they, they. She's not really from any, you know. They, they try to avoid 
any <sighs> particular culture type thing that she's from, but still not great. No, it's not. But that's essentially where she's at. This yeah. is kind of why I'm a little bit on her side. I understand she now lives on a spaceship, but yeah. she sees a cake. She eat the cake. <laughs> And then, well, question: She ate the whole cake. Now, this is a fair point. She did eat the entire cake. It'd be one thing if she's like, "Ooh, my um, Kendricks has left the cake here. I'll have a slice." Right. My okay. She ate the whole cake. Hey, there was no one's name on it, and this is a food that is specifically supposed to have someone's name on it. This is Eric. This is actually a good point. Are we to believe that she didn't finish decorating it, or is this the laziest birthday cake? It's just white. Okay, so based on later in the episode, either A, she cannot decorate and needs Maya to do it, and that's why later on, spoilers, the cake they make together is decorated, or B, yeah, she was going to decorate it later. Okay, maybe she just didn't get to it yet. Because the other cake is decorated, so either... But it doesn't have a name on it, and... uh. Yes, we then cut to it, and and Fabi, you were correct. She did eat it with her hands. We mm-hmm. watch her finish eating the entire cake uh, with her hands, uh, just covered in frosting. And uh, Kendricks just comes back in and is immediately nuclear pissed. <laughs> Which, like, okay. I think that's fair. Like, I am of two minds on this, because I'm like... Look, she's, like, literally a cave person, basically. Like, she doesn't know your customs. She is does not know that this is a special cake for birthdays. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, why? Okay, so what up? But that said, yes, she did also eat the whole thing with her hands. And supposedly she's been, you know, she's been on this station for, like, a month, probably. So, like... Okay, maybe that's a little extreme, but she was hungry and it didn't have nobody's name on it. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, they treat her like a cave person, which I mean, she came from a perfectly functional society. Uh, yeah, that's that's like the things that rub me the wrong way. Cause like, because it gets, I mean, it, it is. It, this is based on like weird, like inaccurate stereotypes of indigenous people yes totally and it's like oh well we don't have birthdays so in that case i i didn't know this cake was special yeah it's i mean you may not have birthday cakes but but you have shared meals she talks about we share things where would you be looked at as being reasonable for eating that much cake yeah yeah. For eating that much of anything, right? You, 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 yeah. Like, also, I don't think that I'm, I'm pretty sure she ate this whole cake in like 15 minutes, which at that point it's past like I was hungry and into some weird, like, just, it's I needed stuff. To, yeah, I needed to just ram this whole thing down. Uh, and like, mood. Well, and, and, <laughs> and also, like, they, they try to, like I said, they try to not make it a specific thing uh, that she's from. Okay, but also, there's just, like, specific... Like, Kendrick's is, like, I guess in the jungle you don't do this. And I'm like, I know that's not, eesh, like, specifically eesh. targeted, but it still feels it's bad. bad. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> it's not good to say. Um, 
Because she's from the planet Miranoi. Like, maybe, how about maybe say on Miranoi it's like this. Sure. Like, um. First of all, it was a coniferous forest. Well, that's true. Yes, this is a good point, Eric. They were, they didn't dress, uh, the set very well at, at Miranoi. But, uh, but yeah, you know, so she's from the forest and whatever. So they're arguing about, uh, whether or not this was okay. You know, uh, Kendricks is like, I, I can't, you know, believe you ate the whole thing. Nobody told you c- you could eat this. I ate the whole plate. Says yeah, Kendricks. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Maya is like, why do I need permission to eat? And like, I guess my problem, the thing that's kind of killing me and making it confusing for me is like, I understand she is is from not a technologically advanced society, and that's what they're playing at. But also, she knows how to drive a fucking spaceship at this point. Like, you can't do both. See, the problem is they want her to be like Tarzan. Like, you say caveman. They want her to be Tarzan because, you know, she's dressed in how she is, and she has a connection with animals, and it's like... Well, except she comes from, you know, a group of people, and it's not like she was a wolf girl who grew up in the forest by herself. Given that she can talk to animals, it would actually make a lot more sense and sidestep a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. if that was her backstory. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I lived in in with a bunch of animals. I protected the the these swords. And like that's it. That that would uh, make more sense. But the problem is that they're like, oh, in my in my people, my culture, sure. And they're like, we share, but like, no, you don't. You just say the whole fucking cake for yourself. Yeah, that's not what sharing is. That's that's not yeah. sharing. Yeah. Like the problem is that this is written by the same people who write the show. Yeah. So like, even if there's good ideas, they were like, wait, no. It'd be one thing. You could have the same. You could have the same plot if she went in and had a slice. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, like, that was it. Wasn't time for hey, that yet. Hey, like, yeah, yeah look, now I have a cake with a slice. I might have to make a new cake. I can't just give him a cake or, with a or slice. Or even like, because then you can go like, I didn't understand. You know, I was not aware yeah. that there was like a special time for this, yeah. as opposed to I didn't know you weren't supposed to eat a whole cake, which is harder to, <laughs> but, to yeah, buy. The problem here is the whole cake. Yeah. Like, listen. 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 I get it. Some <laughs> days are really rough. I've been there. But, like... Here's the thing. I say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would do that. But then I think about, like, genuinely actually trying to eat a whole cake in, like, mm. an hour. And I'm like, no, I actually don't think I could do that. <laughs> like, Depending on my lot. emotional mood, maybe. <laughs> but also, I wouldn't eat a whole cake. I didn't know how I got there. Yeah, this magic cake. What I'm hearing is that for... Uh, Child's play or extra life this year. We <laughs> need, need to, to have a Maya challenge. Yeah, I can I know. I have, if you can get me a sugar-free cake because oh, I am God. diabetic, I will do it. Um, Otherwise, I do not want to die. So, so, so this is happening, and you know it's a problem. Uh, and what's also a problem, but in a much more enjoyable way, is here comes Leo being a messy bitch, and he is just gonna <laughs> listen. He just puts his ear to this, 
And he's just like, ooh, gossip, and just listens. And it's his face is hilarious. It's because he's like, I don't even think he's like, yes, they're fighting in like a mean way. He's just like, he's just like, ooh, some, ooh, some. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ooh, some people's fighting. I got to hear this. Like, it's so funny. Waiting uh, to break out an ECW cat fight. Exactly. Like that's Yeah, when the show gets there at times and I'm like, oh god. Uh and he he sees Kai and Kai looks like he's gonna be like, What are you doing? And then uh uh (laughs) and then he's like he waves Kai over and then they're both listening. Um We cut back in on the fight and uh Maya has kind of a point here which is is she was like well here's the here's my my big point is that there's actually no other food in the entire apartment because it was your turn to shop and you didn't uh okay slightly more valid it is wild that you bought only the ingredients to make a cake (laughs) and not anything else (laughs) it's kind of weird it's weird. Like, why would you do that? I, I, there must be food somewhere else. Like, what? Like, I want you. I mean, I just you walk to... down the street. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because you are, you know, you're on a contained uh, spaceship. Yeah. Don't they have like? Listen, I've been watching a lot of DS Nine. Don't they have like a cafeteria or something in that station? I probably. I mean, I would imagine. No, they, they do. do. They do. They do. Because last time I was here, it was the episode when Leo was working for them, and they go to the cafeteria. Yeah, you're right. So there is. It, there's definitely no a cafeteria. Um. So anyway, Kendrick's start. She's like, "What? So it's my fault you ate my cake." And Maya's just like, whatever, I'm going to go uh, shopping. And then Kendrick's, honestly, th- uh-huh. this is the point where I'm like, okay, you need to fucking relax. She throws the last piece uh-huh. of cake at uh, Maya, uh, who dodges out of the way as the, the spaceship door opens and hits uh, Leo directly in the pecs, basically. And... <laughs> If you're a certain type of person, uh, Leo standing there in his, his leather jacket covered in cake might be a thing for you. Uh, <laughs> but he, he just looks at them like, uh, uh, sorry. And then, uh, but they're so mad at each other that they can't even get over, over that to, to, you know, be mad at Leo here. So we cut over to, a random villain, because they just d- aren't even do bothering. I was gonna to... ask if this like was a recurring villain because they don't they don't kill him this no, time. No, so here's what's weird. There's there they so there was a general there was a general named Furio mm-hmm. and like he was yeah I remember the, Furio he was in every episode until he was killed and then they introduced a new guy named Treacheron, which is still perfect name uh and he was in every episode and he's still fine. And then this guy is just like, hey, what's up? I don't even have a name, but it's my uh, episode now. So, someone call Emily. We need to know what happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know what this dude's. I think he is also a general, but like he, ha- they don't, I don't think they introduce him. He's just like, hey, I'm here. Uh, now their whole, every time they try to get the lights of Orion, they do just make some shit up. Uh, 
and they're like, oh, I bet they're in the sunflower statues because of reasons. But this time they don't even really do that. They're just like, yeah, they're they're here. I know they are. <laughs> and so I'm going to set up a force field. Uh, and while I set this force field up, I'll look in this area for the uh, the lights of Orion. Now, then he also does say that all the air in the force field is going to get used up, uh, which becomes a plot point. But this is extra funny to me because uh, as our, our friend Cassie has pointed out multiple times, uh, there is air in space in Power Rangers. So you can't suffocate in space, but you can suffocate in this air bubble, which is, is very funny. Hey, crack the window, uh, why don't you? I know. But, well, yeah, like, so, someone said, I can't remember, somebody on, on one of the episodes posited that the TerraVenture dome isn't even glass, that it's just open to space, because why wouldn't it be in Power Rangers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... uh I guess so. Both Kendricks and Maya both shopped, but because it looks like they got the same things, because they're just pissed uh, at each other and like didn't want to talk. I'm only guessing this because they both have French bread poking out the top. Because that's just uh, the rules. It's the classic. This is my food, and this is your food. Right. Exactly. They're gonna go back to the apartment and draw a line down the middle and say, "You have to stay out of my side." Um. But they walk into this invisible force field, uh, and they drop all their food and go, oh no, there's an invisible force field. And my favorite, uh, there's two really funny invisible force field <laughs> shots in a row. One is Kendrick's throwing a whole green cabbage at it, and it just bounces off, which is, is real good. And then the other is a man just riding his bicycle full speed into it while everyone else pounds on the invisible wall. And I guess he just looked at them and were like, well, they just aren't doing it right here. Let me do it. <laughs> it just bounces right off. Uh, so they're stuck inside this invisible force field. Um, we cut back over to the bad guy and he says, oh, according to my locator, the lights are right here. Okay, you guys have a fucking locator? Then what was with all these other weird schemes? I don't know. The villains don't make any sense this season. Uh, Kendricks and Maya see the bad guy and go, oh shit, okay, that explains the force field thing. Let's morph. Uh, and they morph, and we get into a pretty fun fight with some Stingwingers, uh, and the two, two Lady Rangers. It's pretty good. Um, so, at this point, uh, the bad guy sit, like, just sits down cross-legged while there's, he's supposed to be fighting them, mm. and they, they charge him, and do, like, super cool charge-up sword slashes, and he just catches their swords uh, and rips them out of their hands. And then they, you know, go flying. He's like, yep, that's right. It's me. I'm super badass. The guy who still hasn't been introduced and doesn't have a name. <laughs> uh, and the, then the rest of the rangers show up. And this is where I got really confused because mm -hmm. I thought. So they shoot, I guess, through the. Oh, no, they don't. Okay. They shoot at the force field on yeah. their on their bikes, and it still doesn't break through it. Uh, 
And then, so they just have to watch as uh, Kendricks and Maya get completely wrecked by this samurai. Oh, sorry. He's like a, I guess he's a bug, but really he just looks like a samurai in, in like the big uh, elaborate. If you've ever seen Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, totally. He does. He looks like the beetle samurai in that. Um, Big bad beetleborgs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. I know references. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Kubo and the Big I'm Bad helping. Beetleborgs. Well, it is funny that that like the basically the two villain like themes this season are bug and samurai, and it t- did take them till episode twelve to get a uh, bug samurai. But you know, you figure it out. Uh, so, can I just say I am sure everyone knows by now that I'm a background watcher, uh-huh. and I appreciate that they put uh, signs on the buildings stating that. Uh, you know, they're in Terra Venture, just in case people yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the everybody's clothes have the GSA patches on them. Even like uh like little kids, their shirts just say GSA, which uh goes into my theory that this is all a company town, basically. Um Wait, Gay Straight Alliance? Yes, you nailed it. No, it's the Galactic Space Alliance, but I wish it was okay. the thing you said. Um, <laughs> I like, wait, G- but yeah, that GSA. at least kind of makes sense. Because it's like, you know, we manufactured these shirts, we put our uh-huh. logo on it. Eric, good point. Like, no, I know where we're at. We're in space. We couldn't literally be anywhere else. So... <laughs> But, you know, we gotta make sure. I guess it's part of trying to dress up the, like, airport section that they're in or wherever they're filming to make sure it looks like it. But it is very funny. Um, We cut uh, to, you know, after they've gotten their butts kicked a little bit, they start uh, losing air. Uh, We cut to a bunch of civilians also sort of suffocating, which seems like it's happening very fast, but okay. Um. Maya, like, so this is supposed to be, a, like, further, uh, you know, deepening the rift between the two, between Kendricks and, and uh, Maya, where, like, um, Kendricks is like, we have to regroup, and Maya's like, how? We're literally, like, stuck in a force field with this bad guy. I'm just gonna attack him. So she tries. It doesn't work. Uh, Kendricks does do kind of a cool thing here, which is that she uses her bow to just like, basically like the laser blasts that cause all those, the smoke and sparks in every Power Rangers episode go off. So, and they use that as a smoke screen to get away, which is kind of neat. And the reason why that works is because the ground of TerraVenture is actually made of recycled monsters. <laughs> It's kind of like playgrounds that use recycled tires. I mean, they don't have any resource, like renewable resources, except the fact that Scorpius just keeps sending monsters to kill them. So, like, really, well, no, they would- went to the outskirts of Angel Grove where the monster uh-huh. dump is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right next to the abandoned uh, buildings district. It's where they put all the dead monster bodies, and then they just mulched them yep. up into astroturf, basically. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Honestly, it's like the ending of Fargo. <laughs> uh, one of many similarities Power Rangers and Fargo have. Uh, so in the next scene, Kendricks is like, uh, 
Oh, they they get away and demorph, and Kendrick sees that uh, Maya has a scratch on her face, and she's like, "Here, let me take care of that." And Maya's like, "Don't fucking touch me! I'm acting completely rational and not just mad at you because that's the plot of the episode." Um, she says basically that, uh, "Well, why didn't you help me instead of retreating?" E- even though, again, like I- I'm kind of on Maya's side here, but. The I like she like slaps Kendrick's hand off of her and she's like, you know, don't don't touch me. And it's just like very, very over the top. Yeah, she's going through her sugar crash after that much cake. <laughs> yeah, for real. Kendrick's is like, we need to get the others. And I, I get it. But also how we're stuck in this <laughs> bubble. Um, and then Maya is like, fine, I'll do it myself. And like. So, Fabi, you had said that you really don't, don't like the characters this season, and I feel mm-hmm. like I do in general, but this episode definitely feels... It reminds me of that really bad in space episode with where Cassie and Ashley are mad at each other because that's the episode, and it's not like... Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah. It's just like, oh, we've just decided that's what we're doing, and we're going to... We're going to just really hammer it home and they're going to scream at each other. And it, I don't know. I, I, yeah, this episode is frustrating to me from a character point of view. Um, so at this point, uh, the uh, the other Rangers um, are trying to get like under it. Uh, well, first, actually, the bad guy, Samurai, his his wand that he put in the ground and said, yes, the lights are coming. They're right here. This is where the lights are. It starts shooting water up into the air. And he's like, that means the lights of Orion are here. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand what the fuck you guys are talking about, but okay, sure. I wish the villain had that response to it. <laughs> like it just starts shooting water. He's like, what the is that yeah he's like uh wait what okay no what no did anyone know that this could do that what yeah like what is it okay there's probably not groundwater in terra venture that doesn't make a ton of sense well groundwater and that it's in pipes in the ground oh sure he just hit a pipe okay yeah there you go uh the other rangers yeah, I guess they're going to try to go under the bubble. They will go down into like an access tunnel. Again, the best part of this episode is people running at full speed into the the invisible force field, which Leo does here morphed uh, and just cracks his noggin and falls over, which is very funny. Uh, Damon says, ah, oh, crap, it extends all the way down. So we can't get in that way either. We cut over to Kendrick's. Uh, who sees two little girls who it took me a, a minute to, uh, to realize, but they have definitely cast slash made up two little girls to look like Kendrick's and Maya. Including uh, scratches. Oh, does she really little have girl the, Maya's oh, cheek? Oh my God. That's so funny. They've got the hair, the little Kendrick's is, you know, blonde with glasses and uh, they're, they're like, Oh, we, we, uh, you know, we've got each other, so it'll be okay. Trying to show, like, you guys fighting is being stupid. There is a really hilarious bit where, uh, they're like, we can't breathe. 
And uh, Kendrick's is like, what can I do to help? And the little girl is like, can you make more air? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Oh, bummer. Guess I'll die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just very funny. Like, what can I do? Is there, you know, do you need something? Can I call your mom? Well, can you make more air so I don't die? No. All right. Well, fuck off then. How about that? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... But then they say, no, it's okay, though, because we'll have each other. You're right. The little Maya does totally have scratches. Very hilarious. I'm sorry I upset you when I ate your Easy Bake Oven cake. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we got these two little girls. They they hold hands real tight to show that uh, Mm -hmm. really friendship is the most important thing. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Friendship. Sure. That they have embraced each other and death. <laughs> yes, they're they're just gonna die here together, mm-hmm. uh, like good friends should. Uh, and Kendrick, uh, historians in the future will come by and see their corpses and go, "Wow, such good friends." Okay, now they are like nine, and I'm not to say you can't be a yeah. lesbian at nine, yes, but you can be but, queer like, at any. Point in your of course, life. You, of course you can. I'm just not saying. I'm just saying you might not could be able to tell at that point from an archaeological <laughs> yeah, standpoint. I will say. Do you want to talk about uh, uh-huh. the thing that you found out about this episode? So, when you, <laughs> so we're gonna get to. Well, let's get, let's get to the face touching. Okay, scene. we'll we'll get there then first. Uh-huh. So uh, Maya uh, and Kendricks have, have split up, uh, and Maya sees this big display uh, mm-hmm. in a bakery that says happy <sighs> birthday and has a bunch of cakes. And this automatically lets her understand the concepts of birthdays. Well, so actually, here's what ki- here's the, the part that's really fr- like funny and frustrating is like, at first I was like, oh, so she just like doesn't understand mm-hmm. the concept of like this type of celebration. But Actually, what we learn is that she knows what birthdays are and yeah. understands why you would celebrate them. She just, she just no didn't know that you a had thing. a birthday cake. Yes. <sighs> Which is so stupid. Like, okay, right. So this is the bit you didn't know. But I, so also she's staring at them and I briefly thought that this was just going to be like Maya was just gonna go go cake crazed and eat all these cakes, but that's that's not what it is. Yes, oh, like you said, God. the cake it, rage. It's her realizing. Yes, she instead of bloodlust, she gets frosting lust. Uh, God me! But then I am and I I'm that I'm a cake barbarian. But the problem is that you know how barbarians like sometimes in some versions get exhausted after rage. That's me and with my diabetes after I ate too much cake. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna pass out now. Incredible! Goodbye, yeah, uh, yeah. They just they just pass out when the rage is done. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the uh. Kendrick's, uh, so yeah, she realizes her error and, oh, it was a birthday cake shit. Um, Kendrick shows up. Go ahead. Does she not realize that birthday cakes are a thing? Or was it that nobody was, like, they specifically said they were ignoring Damon's birthday. She didn't know it was his birthday. She thought it was a just because cake. 
Right, yeah, she thought it was just cake time, oh. which sometimes it's just cake time. Not that often, <laughs> granted, but, but, but once like... once again, you can eat a slice, maybe two. Yes. Look, I'm on my side up to the first slice. Actually... <laughs> yeah, same, same. Do, do either of y'all ever just make cake, like, not for... A, uh, an occasion because I'm realizing to. now that I don't think I have ever done that. I know I people guess, who do. Okay. Yeah. I, for me, I guess I would just assume there was a th- a special occasion automatically because there no. was a cake. I, I know people who uh, like to bake and like make cakes yeah. and make different baking things. That's fair. Yeah. It's like just stuffing. Because. Yeah. You can just make stuffing and eat stuffing. Yeah, there's I've nothing it. stopping it's you from, from doing it. It's just most of the time, uh, you know, it's for a specific thing. Um, but yeah, totally. I, I get that. But so, Eric, to your point, she says, oh, it was a birthday cake, wasn't it? Uh, but that's because she still had to guess because it didn't fucking say happy birthday on it. It was just a cake. Uh, and so Kendrick's, but then Kendrick's happy birthday O's. <laughs> but I think then Kendrick's realizes like, oh, oh no, Maya says where, where where I'm from, we don't celebrate birthdays. And then Kendrick's realizes, oh right, you wouldn't just automatically know that shit. Uh, and uh, Maya apologizes. And Kendrick's overreact, or said, I'm sorry, I overreacted. And then, Fabi, the face touching. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. These, so, I, I don't know, maybe they're bi. That's cool. These sapphics, just like, she tu- she gently touches her face. And I went like, I was bored. I hated this episode. And I went, well, that's pretty gay. Let me go to YouTube.com, uh, where I was already at, because that's where I was watching the episode, and type Maya slash Kendricks. Okay, cool. Yes. There's one video. Oh, hell yeah. It uses mostly footage from this episode and a couple of others. It, th- based on this video, yes, I agree. They're very gay. I also <laughs> like that their comments were all like, such good friendship. Ah, uh, the that's, friendship. It's a that's wonderful very friendship. funny. That someone made a like a slash video, uh-huh. and people were like, "Oh, they're such good friends." They're such good friends. I think I know what the next theater of the moon in mind is going to be. Let me uh, do <laughs> yeah. some googling real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm go. sure there is. I also found. Well, who knows? Because I found one fan video in one piece of fan art of shipping of those characters. So the 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 number of. Like fan works of not power, like Mighty Morphin is mm-hmm. so, is so sad. Always, it's like let me like, let me go I, real quick to Ao3 and find that. Because, <laughs> like I said earlier, I was like, man, I've said this before. Before, I really like uh uh oh my god, I can't rem- oh Magna Defender, and I was like, I I should get some cool Magna Defender fan art and friends. Eighteen six- works. Perfect. Honestly, the, more than uh, I expected. Yeah. So, uh, uh, in this story, Kendricks gets turned into a cake by the bad guys. Oh my god. No! No, I beat up that one? Weirdly, isn't that a Star Trek episode? Isn't there a Star Trek episode where somebody gets turned into cake? Uh, somebody else tell me. Anyway. Here, here. Maya pines for her home in Minor- Minori... Minori? Min- 
Anyways, and Kendricks helps her deal with homesickness. Along the way, feelings get realized and Ooh. making out ensues. Oh, Kendricks, shit. That's the you good are my shit. galaxy and I am lost in you. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, good. thank you. Uh, so... In any case, uh, these bitches gay. We cut uh-huh. to good the, for uh, them. Good, good for, for them. them. We cut to the bad guy who again has planted a staff where his beeper says the lights of Orion are, and water came out, and now the lights of Orion are coming out of it. And again, I don't understand what the rules of the lights of Orion are, uh. But you gotta properly lubricate the ground so that they can yeah, come out. So lights can come out. Um, he's watching this happen, and the Stingwingers, who I do think look cool, have not had a ton of like fun minion personality so far this season. But this Stingwinger runs up to to him to like poke him on the shoulder to inform him the Rangers uh, are nearby. And the suit acting is just very cute and fun. It may, it, like, it drives home the fact that Stingwinger's hands are wet. Like, they don't have hands. They just have blades because he just pokes him with this, this big spike, basically. Uh, but it's very funny. Uh, he, he says, what? Why didn't you buzz me sooner to tell me that they're nearby? Uh, he, they run off. Um, some of the uh, Kendricks and Maya run across to the Singwingers working on, I guess, the force field projector, though it's like a piece of plastic. I don't know exactly what it's supposed to be. These guys have hands? Yeah, that's a good point. Those guys do have hands. What the fuck? Can they, like, retract them? But but it's totally different props. Like, some of them have hands and some of them... Maybe just those have, are like the Praetorian Stingwingers. Yeah, these are the worker drones, and then the other ones are the warrior drones, maybe. Uh, but My brain, uh, I made the mistake to keep going and reading the the synopsis of all these fakes, and there's some really cute ones. There's some with, like, spoilers, Kendrick's dice at one point. There's some with Maya dealing with that and dealing with the Aww. pain of that. There's, like, there's some saucy ones of, like, ooh, this takes place during this episode, and they have a fling in the shower, and then, and then, a creationist man on TerraVenture accidentally runs into an exhibit at the TerraVenture Science Museum, but is appalled by the exhibit and demands that, the cre- that creationism be taught on TerraVenture, especially the- at the daycare of which Kendricks now works at. When <laughs> creationism is introduced to the daycare's curriculum, Kendricks is appalled and goes to every length to fight it. I love the idea that you would be on a fucking intergalactic <laughs> spaceship and still be like, listen, there's no such thing. Also, a creationist in the Power Rangers universe means that they looked at the, the Mighty Morphin Zords and were like, that's bullshit. That's nothing. Well, if he's a creationist, <laughs> but he believes that, uh, like how monsters are created that's how that's how humanity people happen yeah <laughs> perfect yeah he thinks we all came out of a big oven like, oh yeah we were created by clay uh-huh yeah I mean, that checks perfect. out with the bible yeah he's like this is all above board i i'm 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 good with this 
So the the <sighs> dude rangers, because they have nothing to do this episode, run into uh, the magnet defender who also has nothing to do this episode. Uh, and like, l- literally, this is the most I've ever felt like they're just like, we don't, we need like four more minutes. Well, maybe not the most. That's really high. high like, that's a high bar. But the... That, like, literally, they're just like, hey, Magnet Defender, and he's like, hey, dorks, I still hate you. That's the status quo. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's my big Zord. I'm going to have it smash the through the uh, the force field, um, and he's, he tries to smash it. It doesn't work. He gets grown. Um, he's using the... Uh, he, he's just, like, hammering on the... Uh, um uh this force field and at this point Kendrick says something that's like actual stakes which is is kind of nice which she's like he's literally going to rip Terraventure apart if he keeps doing this because like you know I don't know the physics involved whatever but uh the rangers morph uh to the other rangers morph to try and stop specifically to try and stop uh um, the Magnet Defender, which, like, would again be something cool with their dynamic if it belonged in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's just sort of shoved at the end at the end. Um, but yeah, the they we do get, I mean, again, I wish this was in an episode that it belonged in because they don't even get the the Zords. They It's the Magnet Defender versus three of the Galactabeasts, which is fun as hell. It's just, again, it, like, doesn't, it doesn't belong here. (laughs) Uh, So they're fighting. We cut back down to uh, Kendricks and Maya. Um, They morph again. This is, like, the fifth morph in the episode. It's, like, way, they're really, I feel like they ran out of time. They just needed more time, uh, or, or more filler, rather. Uh, they both shoot bows at, uh, uh, at the bad guy and he deflects everything. We cut back up to the magnet defender, just really beating the shit out of the ape, uh, Galactabeast. Uh, and then, uh, the condor Galactabeast, uh, strafes him and then Leo uses his, uh, fire attack, uh, from the lion. And, uh, he, you know, he just shrugs it off basically, uh, but then he just like seizes up and like clutches his chest and you he you know goes back down to normal size and you see the magnet defender being like like in pain and uh, the Rangers who like want this guy to be on their team uh, go to him and are like what's wrong and he's like go leave me alone go away and he you know, uh, rushes mm-hmm. off and jumps off into the distance. Again, this is all like kind of plot and fairly interesting, but it's two minutes in the middle of this that it doesn't have anything else to do with that. So it's, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. We cut back to uh, um, Kendricks and uh, Maya fighting the monster again. The only thing interesting about this is that they get they get hit so hard they fly into the uh the force field which here is a big piece of plexiglass and they bounce off it which is very funny um 
they say, we'll never give up, ready, ever, uh... And then they do a, like a, they decide they're going to be teams, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to teamwork again after they made up and they do a thing where like Maya rushes first in and uh, distracts him. And then they both do like a double attack and uh, and knock him out finally uh, and then blow up the little piece of the force field that they found. And that blows up the whole thing. And mm-hmm. everybody who was uh, suffocating is fine. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two we see the two little girls are not dead. They jump around in circles and do fist bumps and say friends forever. Uh, and then Maya and Kendricks do the same thing, which is which is cute. Uh, the other Rangers show up, and uh, they use the um, the mag the launchers, the galaxy. What I forget what they call their bazookas. Basically, it does not work. Uh, and then finally the, the staff that, that was, uh, putting out little, little, little bits of light shoots out, uh, what looked like the real lights of Orion, I guess. And then hilariously, they just leave TerraVenture, mm-hmm. which is very funny to me. But everyone just assumed the lights uh, they were- They just, they, they be sad. Yeah, it's it's just like we we did it. We finally summoned them, and everyone, you know, the Rangers, the Magna Defender, the bad guys, are all looking at it as it just like exits the ship and flies into space, which is pretty funny. The shot of the bad guy uh, samurai literally sprinting after it, saying "No, stop, come back," is is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they've decided they can't. Uh, wrap this up yet because boy they just haven't squeezed enough juice out of it uh the bad guy teleports away i really don't think he got named in this entire episode um and then uh we have our little wrap up with damon finally gets also by the way remember how this is about damon's birthday and he like hasn't spoken yet in this episode (laughs) but whatever it's fine uh, he he comes back to the apartment, uh, and everyone gives him a surprise birthday party, uh, and he is delighted. Uh, and there's way more decoration this time on the cake, and also there's just tons of confetti, so much confetti, it's going to be a nightmare to clean it up. And uh, everyone says, happy birthday, Damon. Happy um, birthday, Damon! Yeah! <laughs> and then Kendricks and uh, Maya just have a little, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we, we'll find the lights of Orion, and we're friends again. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of it. Like, yeah, I think this episode, like, it, first of all, it definitely feels like it need, like, they they wrap up literally. Uh, Kendricks and Maya make up at eleven minutes in, and then the rest of the episode is not about them. Yeah, the rest of the episode is like fi- is just fighting and the terror, uh, or sorry, the Magnet Defender stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a Power Rangers episode. I mean, yeah, but but I don't know. It, yeah, it feels. No, I get you. Yeah. Mm. So I have a little game. I know I'm not Mike, but I have a little okay. game. I have device. It's really short. Should okay. we do it now? Yeah, let's do the game. I so, forgot to ask for questions because I'm an idiot. I guess I'll just say real quick. Uh, 
Oh, so yeah, uh, thoughts in this episode, Eric and everyone, before we get there. Yeah, Eric, what'd you think? It kind of felt like they, well, again, it's a Power Rangers, so it felt like they wrote themselves very clear storylines, and then halfway through, kind of mixed them up. Yeah, like, I would agree, yes. Like, oh, they have very clear reasons for why they behave this way. It's not why they behave that way. Yeah, but a better yeah. writer would have done this correctly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a that's I, I I feel basically the same way that that they like they just I don't know they like it really feels like they just mashed three things together, didn't let any of them take up the whole episode, and the whole thing feels uh, real slapdash. Um, I guess uh, I'll say real quick before your game, if you have questions for us, please send them to us at teenswithtude on Twitter or teenswithtude at gmail.com, and we'll answer them on the show. Uh, I keep, I've forgotten to ask for questions the last two episodes, but I do want them from you and I'll, I'll send some out next time, but, but you can ask them about anything. You can ask them about the show, uh, about us, about like, I don't know. Well, don't do politics, but, you know, whatever you want to ask, <laughs> you could ask. Send in suggestions for Theater of the Moon in Mind. Yeah, perfect. You got a good fan fiction? Uh, send it to us. I'd love that. Well, good in quotes. Uh, so, so Fabi, what is your game? So, I'm looking here. I don't know if you're familiar with our chat, our cab of our own, but uh, if you look at the tags, you can see what other couples are in these fics. And there okay. are different different ones, but... Uh, three, let me just count. Yes, three others other than Maya and Kendricks make recurring appearances in all these different fics. Everyone agrees with this three couple. Okay. It's one from, uh, from Lost Galaxy and two from In Space. Are these, I'm gonna assume these are not canon. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna say one way or another, uh, but three three total pairings. One yes. one so four. So we got Kendrick's Maya. Yeah. that's one, and then three more. Yes, uh, I will. I will be nice and tell you is one straight pairing and two gay pairings. I mean Leo and Kai. Boom! Nailed it! Wow! Got in one. That's that's the. Uh, that's actually That's, not uh, what I would have guessed. Galaxy. Yeah, sorry uh, for not giving you a chance to guess. There's though, that. though I guess they are that like the straight lace one and the it's like a goofus and gallant thing, mm-hmm. which which I guess makes sense. Um, okay, so that means there's one gay in space and one straight in. I mean, okay, the gay one yeah. has to be Andros and Zane, right? Mm- I think that's more of an audio entropy. Oh, is I mean, Andrews is saying this is not, it's a, it's kind of in the comics book here. The gay one is one of them. Wait, let me double check. Uh, yes, it's one of them, not both. Is it? Oh, is it? Oh, but Andrews doesn't have chemistry with anybody. Uh, I disagree. I talked about these two back in the Is it Zane and Carlos? Once again, very close, but no. Damn it. Uh, 
Oh, is it? Sorry, I meant Andros and Carlos. Yes. Okay. It's Andros and Carlos. Okay. Good. Good. And then and is good. Yeah, the I was gonna say. Uh, you want to say the straight one? Alpha Six and Deca. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> That's not straight. Uh, no, I don't know what it is, queer. but it's uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, no, is I'll it just one it of the you. Ninja Turtles? Because oh, it's God. the boring one. It, it's uh, Carone and Sane. Oh, boo! Mm. Yeah, I was, I was gonna get. I mean, listen, Caronin's like Zane and uh, and Astronoma was one of the best episodes of that season. But like, mm. yeah, give me TJ yeah. and Venus de Milo. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Any anyway. Uh, TJ TJ and Cassie is I mean we talked about it. That's my my mm. ship, but I guess it's not uh not in there, uh, but. I, I, another one that I only see done once that's very funny is Mike slash all. Wait, no, is it Ali? That might be Ali. Never mind. I don't know who Ali is. Who is Ali? <laughs> I guess oh, we have forgotten. Original it. female character. Oh, original character. Okay, good. <laughs> I just was like, oh, wow, my and everyone? Now, I mean, my and everyone? I'm gonna, I want to give some quick spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't listen to the last episode of the show, uh, so Eric knows this. Uh, I don't think Fabi's gonna care, but if you're listening and, and missed it last time, you know, skip ahead a little bit. Uh, we're gonna find out, Fabi, that Mike, mm-hmm. who we thought was dead, mm-hmm. is like, so Magna Defender is like a spirit and he's possessing Mike's body basically. Huh. So they are literally sure. inside of each other. So I don't I feel like that should be one of the ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But God. no. Okay. No, I, I don't see that one. Sorry. All right. Uh just I, doing a quick skim through, see if there's anything interesting here. That's not interesting. That's terrifying cassie and phantom ranger no nope nope. phantom ranger is a robot man yeah i mean listen that's fine if you're into robots i'm just uh oh this this one has like rangers from all over the place that was like tanaya oh uh (laughs) nice okay good rita repulsa trini i don't know about that I I feel like we would need to do more research to figure yeah. this out, but I would like to know what <laughs> the like most popular non-supported Power Rangers ship is over like uh, the whole series. I, I can I can tell you that. Give me give me oh. one second while you two bamp. I can figure that out real quickly. About okay. Zane and all the Psycho Rangers. Oh no! <laughs> what like while he's dressed up as as Psycho Silver? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he gets his foot in the door. Uh-huh. And, and then, uh huh. And you know he gets them all to fall in love with him. Oh, okay. And then he but, reveals so it's, himself. So it's it's not like a, like a salacious gangbang thing. It's just they're all in love with him, and he goes on dates with all of them, and it's nice. It's a psycho kill. Oh my god. Perfect. Good. Yes. Thank you. Oh my god. I I feel it. Weirdly, we have not talked that much about like because we've talked about our ships, but I don't really mm. know. I guess that's kind of why I asked. I don't really know what people's like the fandoms ships are in Power Rangers. Uh, I know there are a couple like here okay. and there. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Oh, wait. 
What do you mean by non-main? Like, not canon? Not in the show. Like, I know that, that, like, Jason, or, or, I'm sorry, like, Kimberly and Tommy. uh, Gay or straight? I guess both. Give me the gay one and the the straight one. The most popular straight ship is Trini and, uh, and, uh, oh my god. Jason? Jason? No. Billy. Uh, Tommy. Tommy, Trini, Tommy. Tommy. Okay, with I don't... 212 uh, fits. What the fuck? That, I feel like they barely talk to each other. That's weird. She okay. is way okay. too good for Tommy. Yes, also and then, that. Trini, stay away from Tommy. And then the the straightest one. I mean, sorry, the gayest one is Tommy and Billy with 205. Okay. I. That, that's the most common. I don't know if it's the gayest. I feel like that's a different I mean, metric. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> the most the most popular gay fic. I like that you translated it in your head into the gayest. Let's say, let's say. Billy and Tommy make slightly more sense, I think. Uh, but yeah, oh, Trini, yeah, Trini yeah, is yeah. too good for for uh, for Tommy. I think. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm a dumbass. I was looking in the wrong place. Now huh? I can tell you. Oh, okay. I, I, Were you looking, looking only in MMPR? No, I was looking by character and not by ship. That's a different search. Oh. Uh, I'm looking now at ship. Okay. So, oh, there's actually not that many ships here, but uh, let's see. Give me a second. Let's That's look fun. at all these. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 200-something uh, Tr- Trini mm-hmm. and Tommy? Oh, that's weird two, to me. It, it seems like that's... 200 uh, fakes with Trini and Tommy. That's where I, I made a mistake. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. So I'll just go the top whatever that we have here. The most popular one is Kimberly and Trini. Okay, yes. That I agree on. With 1,425. Good. <laughs> Number two, way below, is Kimberly and Tommy. With 331. AO3, you doing me proud. Uh, Below that is Billy and Jason with 280. That's cute. Okay. Uh, Below that is Riley Griffin and Chase Randall? I don't remember who those are. I'll have to look it up. Below that is Tyler Navarro and Shelby Watkins? Uh, That is from Dino Charge, and that makes sense. They're... they're (laughs) Uh, did you say Riley and who? Who's the other one? Riley Tyler. and Chase. Oh. Chase. That is from. Uh. Oh, okay. Um. So Chase is the uh, Black Ranger in Dino Charge, and Riley's the Green Ranger in Di- Dino Charge. Who like. Later, the basically the actor was like, "Yeah, I he read as gay to me, so I played mm. in that way." Mm. So that one kind of makes sense. Also, that's a cute uh, couple. My, my my favorite is the next one is also Kimberly and Trini, but before it was with a slash, and now it's with an and symbol with an ampersand. Okay, so that's one hundred and seventeen. They're so popular that they have it it's listed uh-huh. twice. Good, uh, good. Then is Kimberly and Jason. Then it's Tommy and Jason. Only two fix less Tommy and Jason than Kimberly and Jason. Very good. Then Hunter Bradley and Cameron Watanabe. 
Okay, sure. And That's... then, lastly, of the 10 most popular, number 10, is Jason and Sack with 105. Cool. There you yeah, go. I get that. There's some good ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so very happy that a Tolson 425 for Kimberly and Trini. Very good. Cool. Well, thanks for... I honestly was pretty huh? curious about that, so thank yeah. you for running that down. Um, it, what else am I good for here? Listen, uh, <laughs> you, you you know what the people want, and mm-hmm. you have given it to them, and I appreciate it. So you're welcome, uh, nerds. That's gonna that's gonna do it for us this week. <laughs> um, Eric, is there anything you'd like to plug or point people towards? Uh, I would like to point people towards the Anime Sickos podcast. Yeah, it's good. I've been listening to a little bit of it. Uh, you should check that out. Uh, it's you can just find on um, uh, any podcatcher, right? I believe so. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And Fabi, is there anything you'd like to uh, plug? Uh, yeah. If people like what I do, you can find me in several places. I would recommend you a podcast that's newish. It's called Demon Love and Hellfire. It's about three queer demons stuck in Miami as the world is, like, there's, like, a conspiracy to uh, recreate the Tower of Babel. Uh, There are demons reappearing. Uh, Something's happening with Lucifer. No one has seen them. And it's also very queer and trans. Uh, I, I would really, really appreciate it if you go listen to that. There's, like... Three or four episodes out right now. So I'm very proud of the work we've been doing there. Cool. That's uh, Demon Love and Hellfire. And you can find that in the Clever Corvids podcast network. Nice. And Uh, what if people wanted to watch you on Twitch? Yeah, if you want to watch me on Twitch, you can probably more than likely find me in my wife's stream playing magic with her. Uh, that is Dark Lady Marie. So twitch.tv slash Dark Lady Marie. And I will, I'll, I'll promise I'll stream again. I have a very cute bear girl that my friend Smoothie made me. I need to stream more. And if I do, you will find me, uh, at Fabby. No, that's not how shit works. It's twitch.tv slash Fabby Bear. Uh, and maybe I'll do some magic there if I'm free yeah. one of these days. Uh, if once once the season restarts, maybe I'll try to do my climb back up to Diamond uh, with my shitty goblin deck. Sweet. Uh, also, Eric, that's why you're better at this than I am because you remember you, that Eric. stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's gonna do it for. Oh, I guess and for me, you can find me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla, uh, and you can find me also on Teenagers with Attitude, which will be returning. Again, soon for the next episode, where I find out we finally get the fucking lights of Orion, so maybe something else will happen in this season. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 14 years of attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Fabby. I've been Eric. And may the power protect you always. Ta-da-da. Oh, wait, no, this is fine. No, it's that one. Ta-da-da.